What's up, guys? It is Coach Callie V, and you are listening to the Callie V Podcast, where you learn how to own it one pitch at a time. What the heck does that even mean? Well, lean in with me on this one. I am taking all my years of being an athlete all the way to the collegiate level. I'm taking all my years of being a professional ultrasound tech for 17 years, and now taking a hobby that I did for 22 years as a pitching coach and a coach, now two and a half decades of being a professional fast pitch pitching coach. And I'm gonna teach you guys, hopefully, give you little nuggets along the way so you can learn how to own your opportunities to do great things. You're gonna learn ways motherhood, family, like sisterhood, like friendship. Like I'm just sharing it all. So if you are looking for a good way just so you can learn how to own whatever it is in your life that's coming into your life, you are in the right spot. Let's get into it. Hey, real quick, if you did not know, Callie V Softball now has the online beginners course available for purchase. So if your daughter has the itch to pitch, you're gonna wanna get on this. Wait, hold up. What if your daughter has been pitching for two years, but she's got this really weird mechanic happening? Uh-huh, she's gonna wanna get the online beginners course purchased at CallieVSoftball.com. All right. In today's episode, we are going to be breaking down or unpackaging whatever metaphor your brain needs to hear, to see, to understand the chalk line method. Because the chalk line method literally is a metaphor for resetting, for refocusing, for what I like to say, protecting your love and your peace and your joy. Or sometimes I say, if you listen to me enough, you know I've said it before, peace, love, and joy. Okay, I don't know why, but some days my brain wants to say it one way and some days my brain wants to say it the other way. Weird things. But let's talk about the chalk line method. What the heck does that mean? So let's go back in the time, way, way back in the time. Or is it way, way back in the day? Hey, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, we're going to go to little Callie. So little Callie grew up in a household that father biological father, very heavy-handed, very angry, parented the best way he knew how to parent because it was parented unto him, right? Um, it wasn't the best case scenario, scenario. I thank God every day for my mom. My mom was kind of the person, the game changer, so to speak. But in that home, I was allowed to play sports. I was. I was actually a really good athlete. Um, I was a four-sport athlete, uh, eventually, I did volleyball, basketball, softball, and rodeo. There's the four sport. When I was in middle school, I did track. I also did band. I was very involved. I was just, I loved doing things, right? So I'm very grateful that I had all these things to do because my home life really wasn't all that good. Um, so yeah, so chalk line method. I don't remember the exact age, but I know it was around the time between 9 and 12. I remember kind of creating a space in my brain where once I crossed this line, whatever happened before is over. 
I got to go out there and play a game that I loved to play and still love to play and now unfortunately can't play anymore so I coach can't play anymore because of the clotting disorder that I've actually been blessed with genetically and didn't find until I was 20 years old playing college ball good times good times if you want to hear that podcast episode just scroll back my story is there and it's a four-parter so grab your popcorn and lean in or you got a long drive to make listen I'm just teasing I don't know so with that being said around that time I started to create a reset a refocus and I had no idea what I was doing I had no idea that that little thing that I was doing for myself was going to start something bigger than me so if I got popped so to speak for something silly that no kid should be getting popped for or just out rage like just got raged on basically and I had to go to practice or had a game I did not want to take that onto the field that was not cool okay not cool at all now keep in mind This dude also coached me up until I was 12 years of age. So you talk about playing for all of the wrong reasons. Little Callie had to work through a lot. Little Callie had to understand that she was actually really good and had to play because she loved the game. And I learned over time that I actually was playing for Jesus the entire time. So thank God for my relationship with Christ because I I don't know where Callie, big Callie would be. So when I would cross that line, it was like a new day. It was like a new moment. It was like whatever just happened, whether it was school or a fight at school, whatever, whatever happened, it didn't touch me. I was untouchable on that field. The only adversity I would face on that field was whether or not I was going to get a hit if I was down in the count, whether or not I was going to strike somebody out, whether or not I was going to be able to make the play. Like that was the best adversity. Failing forward, right? With bumpers, I guess, so to speak. So as I grew in the sport or as an athlete in general, I started applying it to the basketball court once I crossed this line. The day couldn't come in. Whatever happened wasn't allowed. Okay, this was allowing me to make a pivot, which today pivot is a trendy word. Everybody says it, right? I always like to say reset, refocus, reset, refocus. So it was allowing me to do all of these things. So as I grew even more into the collegiate level, now you you might be asking, did you apply it to rodeo? You bet your daggum booty I did. As soon as I knew I was four breakaway calf ropers out, there were certain things that I would do, like a routine, right? Once I crossed this point of the arena, once I got this far, it was like, okay, you're not going to think about, I got to catch my calf in 2.5 seconds in order to get a check. You're just going to think about doing what you know how to do. So back then, I was already knowing how to trust my training And that's something that I teach my athletes today. So yeah, I applied it to every sport, track, yes. It was like you knew the baton was coming, so you had to keep it simple. You know the baton's coming. What can you control up to that point, right? What are the markers that you can set up for yourself? Again, in softball, it was the chalk line. So if if I went into the dugout first, which we usually do because we put our bat bags down, and if we don't come with our cleats on, we put our cleats on. I always like to 
sit down and adjust my shoes. Like all, like as a coach, I usually walk up there with my shoes unlaced, nice and loose. And then when I sit down and tie them, that's like a reset for me as a coach. So whatever happened in my adult day, like whatever happened in my business day, doesn't come onto my field with my girls or my other coaches that I get to coach with. Bottom line, protecting my love and my peace and my joy. Boom. Okay. This TED Talk is now over. I'm just teasing. No, because I'm going to tell you a little bit more of how I want to invite you to share this with people in your life that maybe need to know how to reset. Or maybe you need to know how to reset. Maybe you need the chalk line method in your life. Or you can come up with a cool name for it. Maybe it could be, um, I don't know, like be creative, whatever it is you do. Or just keep it the chalk line method. At least you know where the origin story is coming from. So today, for example, this is huge because number one, I am not perfect. Number two, when I have found that as I get older, when things don't go as I have planned it or I have structured it, I am not really good at working through it, moving through it, okay? I am very type A. I've never been clinically diagnosed, but the older I get, that's that's what I'm starting to gather about myself as I'm very type A. So example being, um, it is my middle son's birthday today. He is 16. Greatest day, right? I still remember holding this baby the first time. Like it's crazy. And he was, he was our smallest baby and just all these things, right? We made an appointment on Tuesday to get his driver's license today. As of today, he has had six months of driving with his permit. So I made this appointment at 10, not realizing, like I knew I had a call today, but I didn't realize it was so close. And so the call, the original call that I was supposed to have was at... 11 15 and his appointment was at 10 and when you google everything it's like the driver's test could take anywhere from 20 minutes to 30 maybe even 60 you know i don't know so that's all i need to go off of so we got up this morning i was thinking it was my husband's late day so i didn't jump out of bed like i normally do at 4 20 in the morning i actually jumped out at 4 33 well laying in bed the duration that I did because I was really sore like leg day was Tuesday and I'm still feeling you like come on just leave my body all right so we get to the gym and I'm thinking I get a text my husband's like hey we're going and I'm like well, it's your late morning like come on well then I poked the bear I made him a little mad I know I felt like a jerk but I truly went into the gym thinking we had an extra 15 minutes to spare that day. So I was like, sweet, we can walk out of here at 610 and still make it home and he can get to work on time and not be stressed. Well, I completely, this is another thing I'm finding that I do when I get older is I like, I completely misunderstand things. Like it's really weird, right? As you get older, if you're a parent listening to this or you're a coach, you're like, it's, yeah, I'm pretty sure I wrote it down like that, but that's not how my brain remembered it. Yeah, I'm your girl. That is me. Um, So that happens. I'm like, well, shoot, I got to get, you know, 20 minutes of cardio in and your girl doesn't run unless a bear's chasing her. Like I, when I did bodybuilding, I did hit, right? I did the whole, you're going to, sprint for um, 15 seconds, walk for 30, or sprint for 30, walk for 60. 
Like I did all the hits, the stair hits, all the jazz to slim the thighs, right? And now, because I'm in my 40s, it's different. I can't train like that. So I just walk. I make sure I'm in my 70% heart rate zone. And I try to do 20 minutes. So I get that done and it's like, boom, get in the house, got to make birthday pancakes. It's this little tradition that I started since day one of being a mom. Like I asked my daughter last night, like, hey, should we get him a birthday donut today or birthday pancakes? And she's like, mom, if you ever stop doing birthday pancakes, like, I don't even know what the rest of her phrase is what she was going to say because I just started laughing like this girl. So I get to make pancakes. We do it. Big brother gets up. See, big brother's getting ready to leave for college at the end of this month out of state. So, there, you know, August is a thick month because not only is it my middle's birthday, but my daughter's turning 13 the end of this month. So it's like, okay, two birthdays and my oldest is leaving for school and, you know, just craziness, right? All around us. It's just thick. Okay. So stay with me because you're probably like, dang, I'm ready to go to bed. I need a nap. Well, here it comes. So I make the pancakes. We do the blowout of the birthday candle. We take the pictures. Picture day. It's my daughter's picture day. I got to curl her hair. Yeah, I'm mom of the year right here. Um, curl her hair. She's four minutes late for school. I'm sure she was later because by my calculation, you know, you know how we believe what we think kind of scenario. Okay. So that happens. Get her to school. Get back. Do my daily tidying up in the morning that I like to do because it helps me protect my love and my peace and my joy. I work from home, so I want to have a clean workspace, but I only allow myself so much time because this girl can go on a cleaning like bender, like crazy. And then I'm wiped out for two days. Like it's crazy, crazy. I used to clean apartments way back in the day for my parents and their business. And yeah, I was really good at it. So anyways, so did that. And then I'm like, okay, well, we got to time's up. We got to make a pivot. So I pivot into my office headspace, right? So I'm like, all right, I need to read 10 minutes. So I read 10 minutes and then I did my prayer and my meditation for 10 minutes. Well, your homegirl fell asleep. That's where I said the nap was coming in. Yeah, she fell asleep. See, I needed to be in the shower no later than 920. I still hadn't ate yet. And I was like, I'm not about to go through a driver's test on an empty stomach. You know, not that I'm in the gonna be in the car, but I'm gonna be waiting, right? I'm like, that ain't happening. Oh my gosh. So I wake up, I run in the kitchen, it's 9:21. I put together some egg whites and veggies. I get it down the hatch within about seven minutes. Like, I don't even know if it was cooked. Like, I might be sick later. Like, I don't know. No, it was cooked, but it was like the heat was up higher than normal. So probably not your best thing because, you know, there's all the studies about cooking with high heat, blah, 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 whatever. I got it in, took a two minute shower. That's right. I was conserving water. That's, that was the plan. Nope. I was just hurrying. Did my makeup because I'm like, I don't like to do my makeup later in the day because it's kind of like working out. If I don't get it on, it ain't going on. Like I'm just over it at this point in my life. So get it on. We get out the door. We get to the um, appointment like a minute before. And I'm thinking like, oh, they're going to be waiting for us. Nope. We had to go pull a number. 
I'm like, why do we make an appointment if we have to pull a number? But whatever, I'm just going to sit here and be quiet. I brought my little book to read, helping my DJ fill out his paperwork. I sign off on it. They call our number and uh, give him all the paperwork. And she goes, so, and this is after, this is after they took his picture, right? I'm like, here it comes. It's going to happen. Going to go get his driver's license. Yay! So excited because it took a lot to get there, right? See, some people have worse mornings than that. Some people will get in a wreck and still make it to their appointment. Some people will deal with medical conditions and still make it to their appointment because that appointment is bigger than what's happening before, right? Him getting his driver's license made all the sense in the world to me. I wanted to make sure that I was able to make all the pivots I could make we can make as a family so he could get there. So she goes, so he's been driving with a permit for six months and one day. And I looked at her and I said, no, he's 16 today. The gentleman that I scheduled the appointment with on Tuesday asked me, he's been driving with his permit for six months upon his appointment, correct? I said, yes, we're going to come in, get his driver's license on the day he turns 16. Perfect. Let's get him scheduled. Same building, same company. Like, literally, these two people were like two booths down from each other because there were only two people working. Yeah. So, you could only imagine what I just did in that, right? Oh, yeah. Like, in my mind, <laughs> you guys ever have those moments where you like, I love how like some movies nowadays are starting to actually play out on it and it makes you think that that person just hauled off and punched somebody, but in truth they didn't. Like I had one of those moments where I like broke the glass and pulled, I know you guys are like, coach, like, dang girl, you got some, look, I just told you about my morning up until 10 o'clock and y'all are ready for a nap and I got a nap in. Not with the intention to sleep, but it happened, which is really weird for me. So I wanted to bend that those bars open like on the panes and just be like, do your job. Like if y'all can't do your job, what are you here for? So that happened in like a micro of a second. And then I was like pulled back into reality. Like, nope, can't do that. Nope, you got to handle yourself. So my son being the amazing person he is, says it's okay okay my head probably spun five times see I'm still trying to hold myself in I'm I'm not even fronting because I'm pretty sure he saw my head spin because he knows his mama's head but I looked at him and I was like it is not okay I looked at the lady I said it is not okay she's like I'm sorry and I was like but it's not okay because here's where it's not okay the gentleman to whom I spoke with on Tuesday and I pointed that way asked me if it was six months if he had been driving with his permit for six months he did not say six months in one day she's like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm really surprised that nobody said that to you and you know what she's probably in her mind picturing herself come through the glass punching me I don't know because it's probably frustrating to be on the other end of that it is frustrating I've been there I've worked in the service industry I highly recommend before any of you listening to this, get out into the real world and have your career and do what you do. There's two industries you need to work in and it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make you understand things and see things better. Retail 
and food. Retail and food. So, knowing that she's probably wanting to kill me, because <laughs> she's probably like, this Karen, la la la. Well, first of all, my name's Callie, and all I'm doing is saying, this is where the conversation picks back up. So I'm just going to take this as just a learning lesson for everyone. You might want to make sure like everybody's on the same page because there was a lot that went into getting him here. And again, my son's like, it's okay. It's okay, mom. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. Because setting up this appointment took a lot to orchestrate for our family. And I was like, and he missed school. So now, because you guys don't all say the same thing on the phone, or you know what to say, we have to reschedule and miss out on more school. I'm so sorry. Again, she probably wants to punch me in the face. But you understand, like, this is why people need to know how to do their jobs. This is why there needs to be policy and procedures, right? There should be, like, a, a draft to read when somebody calls to schedule. Just read this off. Make sure they know. Six months and a day. So we get a reschedule, but it was just cute because she was like, well, I have Saturday at three. Like, so he doesn't miss school. And I'm like, girl, I ain't coming here on a Saturday. I'm like, no. I'm like, look, it's up to you. Your daddy can come help you. Not really. He, He wouldn't take work off. Like, he's a teacher and a coach. Like, no. But I just said it because it sounded cool. <laughs> but I said it's up to you. So I, it's tomorrow. I don't know what time, but in the middle of the day. That's all I remember because I was trying to see straight. And because I, I was just stuck. I was stuck on, again, that type A personality. But I literally just spoke to somebody 48 hours ago and they said nothing about six months and a day. And you're telling me and we're here and the documents have been signed and the picture has been taken. What is happening right now? Nothing I can do about it. Nothing I can do about it. So we get in the car and my middle son's like embarrassed. <laughs> And it wasn't even that bad, but he's going to tell you it was that bad. He's going to tell you that. But I don't think it was that bad. Look, I'm a coach. I'm a leader. I'm going to take a moment to teach somebody something. And shame on me? Nah, nah. No shame on me for letting somebody know, like, hey, this is a great learning opportunity for you guys to make sure you're all on the same page. Right? And it's all about the the tone, too. If I would have said, look, this is such a good opportunity for you to learn your policy and procedure so you all are on the same page. Didn't say it like that. I said, ah, it's just a great opportunity to make sure everybody is on the same page so you guys can learn. Everybody knows the same thing. So another family isn't going through the same thing that we're going through. And my son, like it's his 16th birthday. Like it's crazy, right? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. That was the response. She did great. She was respectable. I just, and and I think she was respectable because I wasn't coming off to her disrespectful. See, that's the thing that my son forgets. In his mind, he thinks that I was crazy. But truth is, if I would have been crazy, this girl probably would have came through the glass on me. She, she just like one of those girls that you just didn't cross. Mad respect, right? So there's your proof, DJ. That your mama didn't get disrespectful because that girl did not get defensive one time. 
and she was very nice and very sweet. Not that you ever listen to my podcast, but if one of your friends do, you can tell them. (laughs) So we get in the car and I'm just, I'm just stuck on it. Like I'm looping really bad. Like my brain is in a full on loop. And I'm like, that just doesn't make sense because literally in the middle, like, what was it? March 17th when COVID hit, right? My birthday was March 20th, turned 40 that year. Thank you, COVID. Had no birthday party with my friends that I wanted to do. I wanted to invite all my friends, like close friends and family, open the backyard up and just be present with them all in one place. That was my goal for my 40th. Has it happened since? Negative. Um, Yeah. But then my oldest son, he turned 16 on the 31st. So all the like top dog, DMV, whatever, MVD, whatever they call them now, they were all closed down because of the government. But the third party MVDs could still be open. So we went to the third party MVD on the day he turned 16. Today, we went to a third party MVD on the day my middle DJ turned 16. Evan got his license on the day he turned 16. He had his permit for six months, not six months in a day. So I'm sitting there and I look at DJ and I'm like, bro, like I swear Evan was 16 on that day. He got his license. He's like, mom, it was, it was on his birthday. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Okay. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I, like in my mind, I am chewing my fingernails like a crazy lady (laughs) because I wasn't chewing him in the physical and I was like, I'm just going to call. I'm going to call, like, I'm going to call the legit motor vehicle department. So I called him, got through, and I said, his name was Buddy. Buddy, if you're listening, thank you for your help. Like, if you ever have a chance to listen to this, thank you. Um, (laughs) He was so helpful. I was like, hey, I just, I'm calling for clarity. This is the scenario. This is what happened. Um, I told him the same thing about my older son, and he goes, no, he's like, you're correct. It's six months driving six months with their permit. It is not six months and a day. And then this is what really kicked it in gear for me. He goes, but being at their third party, they can do whatever they want. I'm willing to bet that's what they did. It's a good thing I wasn't driving and my son was clocking more hours in with his permit because I probably would have punched it. I probably would have, I don't know. I was just really we're 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 really doing this now we're really making it up as we go on a big government company like come on dog not mad at buddy not mad at buddy just the situation the third party whatever's right so get off the phone and I'm just like my heart hurts because like DJ had all these plans like he was gonna drive his truck like this is (laughs) this the old Silverado even though like there's another truck coming in for him. He's going to drive that Silverado until whatever we decide, but it was my mother-in-law's. Then my mother-in-law gave it to my husband and my husband took that truck to college. My husband's 40. He drove that truck to college when he played baseball out in uh, Oskaloosa, Iowa at William Penn University. Okay. Drove that truck all the way there, all the way home, had it the whole time. Our oldest got that truck when he turned 16. He completely restored it, like painted, dent work, put a system in it, all the jazz. Now it's our middles. So do you see the picture that I'm painting for you? The excitement that my son was was going to have. Like he's going to have it tomorrow, but it was going to be on his birthday. But na na na, girl said six months in a day. Really? Because you can just make it up? 
Hmm. It's weird, you know. I, I just, I don't understand it. So I drop him off at school. I come back and I'm talking to my mom and I voice messaged my husband, poor guy. I was like, make sure you're in a place where you can listen to this. No, I'm like, cause I was like, babe, this is what happened. Like, it's just so stupid. Like call my mom. My mom's talking to my mom's a director of a radiology department. So she, she deals with stuff like this all the time. Like if one of her office staff doesn't tell a patient to be NPO before an exam and somebody's like, well, they didn't tell me, she gets to the root of it and she'll get the person that works for her to be like, I didn't know. I didn't know to tell them. And then my mom educates them. And truthfully, it's all about educating somebody, not like how to do the job, but like really how to do their job. And I'm not saying it in a crappy way, but it's legit. Like everybody needs to be on the same page because of everything that we exhausted. Like I'm the type of person that if we would have gotten a fender bender or something, I would have still made it to that appointment. I would have told DJ out of the gate, like, suck it up, buttercup. You're going to get your driver's license. Could you, could you imagine if that had happened when we had walked through adversity like that? That's the thing is you just don't know the person's day. You don't know up to that. You don't know what they walked through. Everybody has brokenness, a journey, a story, but like, When you set up appointments, you need to make sure that you have all your bumpers on that appointment, right? So get through that part, sit in the driveway. I'm like, Cal, you cannot move into your next part of your day, which was a call with a parent who was seeking me out to work with their daughter in pitching. I cannot bring that into that call. I said, you know what? Mm. Yes, chalk line method. Let's freaking go. Let's go. Okay. And that's what I did. And to call myself to a higher accountable, I put it on my stories. And I just let y'all know, hey, I'm giving myself two more minutes on my Instagram page. I put it on my stories. Mm-hmm. Two more minutes. And then chalk line method will be in full application. This will not come with me into the house. Walked into my room put my Cali V softball shirt on, reset the tone, went to my desk, sat down. Now this is the coolest thing that I've learned in adult life. As a kid, I would apply the chalk line method, right? I'm still applying the chalk line method as an adult, but now throughout my walk with Christ, even though I've been saved since I was nine years of age, I knew in that moment I had to pray about it. Boom. Started that call. It went amazing. I love getting to know parents and their goals with their daughter and how they think I can help them. And it's just, it's just, I love what I do, right? I was not going to let somebody's inability to do their job, to know their policy and procedures, affect another family. Does that make sense? Like their inability to do their job affected my day, my family. But if I wouldn't have showed up to do my job, it would have affected the gentleman to whom I was speaking about and his daughter speaking like to on the call. It would have affected them. So it stopped with me, right? Chalkline method. 
So as soon as I walked into my house, that was my, that was my boundary. That was my um, visual, right? It wasn't going to be as soon as I get out of the car because I needed to get out. I needed to, you know, breathe a little bit. <sighs> Sorry if I just hurt your ears on that one. Um, walk through the door. Reset. Great call. Wrap it up. I'm like, dang, it's time. Got to go get my daughter now. Hurry, 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 right? She calls me, mom, are you coming? Yes, I'm coming. And I literally get there like two minutes, like the, the buses are pulling out, but her school's so cool. They're just like, she either gets shipped to the facility and trains with me because that's a school for athletes, for academic athletes. Um, and I picked her up and now I'm here sharing with you guys how the chalk line method worked for me when I was nine and it still works for me now. So I want to encourage you guys after you've listened to this, hopefully you made it this far because I know that was a long story, but I wanted you guys to feel, I wanted you to feel the emotion of what I was going through in that moment, in that moment, because it is not, it does not make you a quote unquote Karen, which I can't stand it. It doesn't make you anything negative when you question somebody like, well, so-and-so told me this, but now this, so now I have to completely do X, Y, and Z because you guys weren't on the same page. Like, that's not my problem. How are you going to make this better? Yeah, you're a third-party MVD, but you're also a business. Does that make sense? Now, because of social media, we have truly seen some Karens. Like, I have, I have just seen some bitter, unhappy women. I'm happy. I'm not bitter. I was just very protective, too. I know in that moment I was a little mama bear, but I was also a business owner and knew if I wanted respect, I had to give respect. And she was very respectful to me. So what's my next plan of action in all this? I am going to reach out to the manager and I want to go have coffee with them. And I just want to say, hey, you know, just as a business owner, like this is kind of where it just got underneath my skin. You know, I don't know what I can do to help your situation, maybe sitting down and having coffee with you will help you understand like maybe there's a different way of implementing policies and procedures because I don't know about you, but today's day and age, everybody is learning differently. Everybody is learning at a different rate and a different way. So we as leaders and people that train others, we have to be very effective, almost super creative on how can we get this point across or this understood in like seven different ways and pray to Jesus that one of them works for all 10 people and then they're going to have 20 that doesn't so we got to get more creative is anybody with me yes yes I I, I see you even though I can't see you <laughs> but you get it right so that's that's my next plan of action as far as that goes but now I'm excited because I was able to make the pivot it didn't affect another family. And now I get to lean in more so with my son and his birthday. Um, I'm hoping that before my lesson tonight, I can take him out and go get some of those things that he wanted to get. Like, you know, your free Starbucks drink, your Dutch Bros drink, uh, your free um, crumble cookie, like all the jazz. Just to do it with him, right? And then tomorrow... Your girl's going to walk up in there. She's going to be super respectful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And my son's going to pass that test with flying colors because this kid, 
he loves to drive. He loves vehicles. Like he's so intrigued by him, but it's just going to happen. So, so yeah. So next time you hit adversity, stop, pause and breathe. Hey, no, just chalk line, chalk line method. Figure it out. Figure out your metaphors. Figure out your boundaries. For those of you that work like in a really high stress job, set something up. Like I know a lot of people, they'll sit in their driveway for five minutes and decompress before they walk into their house because they don't want the day to come into their house. They don't want the adversity to come into their house. As a coach, you really got to apply this because a lot of you work a nine to five and then volunteer, or maybe you get paid with a travel ball team to go coach, right? So I invite you to apply the chalk line method. So when you go coach, you are not allowing your day to get on your field. You're protecting your love and your peace and your joy. And in turn, the big picture of it all is you're protecting all those young ladies that you are fortunate to be a part of their life. Like be light, don't be doom and gloom kind of thing. So as a coach, I invite you to apply the chalk line method to your life. Now, I know you listen to that coach. Now, if you got athletes, I want your athletes to hear this part too, because athletes, you're listening. I hear you. I see you, even though I can't. And yeah, You get the drift. You get the message. <laughs> but baby girl, you are going to have a day. You are going to have a day that is going to make you want to go away. It's going to make you not want to show up, let alone show out. You're going to get your stuff out of your trunk and you're going to walk to that field and you're going to still feel that little funk. But I want to challenge you when that day hits because it will and it will come quick. When you get into that dugout and you get yourself legit, you allow yourself to see yourself on that field, that field playing in the joy, the love, and the peace that you want to embrace. How are you going to do that in that moment? Well, simple. Baby girl, you are going to get your shoes tied tight. You're going to get your glove. You're going to do what you need to do. And when you cross that chalk line, the day can't touch you. The test that you didn't study up for can't touch you. The trash that you didn't take out this morning and your mama texts you or your daddy texts you saying, girl, you left the trash, can't touch you. Or maybe you're like myself. Maybe you're just in a really crappy situation as a kid. If you are, you better apply that chalk line method because that will save your love and your peace and your joy for this game. Protect it, ladies. Protect it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you appreciated the little quote-unquote story time. But it was fun. I wanted you guys to feel the emotion of the day the why. And I wanted you guys to understand that it is not a bad thing to help someone else learn. What's wrong is when you do it, you do it from a very ugly space. Make sure you talk to people the way you want to be talked to. Like people are like, girl, you better respect me. If you want respect, just give respect. And if they're not giving it back, that still doesn't give you the right to disrespect somebody. 
because they could be having a really crappy day and they may not know about the chalk line method. Hey, what a good time to introduce it to them, maybe on another day. Because people in those manic moments, they, they're not going to listen. They're not going to understand. All right. I'm going to get off here. You guys take care. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share this with somebody. Like, make sure you're following um, the podcast. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, all the jazz. But share this. If you guys want to support this podcast, I, I would love your support, right? Because teamwork makes the dream work. Just share. Share the crud out of it. Share it with your friends. You can easily go into Instagram and create a link on your story. You just go into my podcast and you're going to share show, scroll down, copy link, and then you can put the story on your story, your Instagram story, and then the link, just copy and paste it, boom, and it gets shared. Like, that's huge. That's you showing your support. So big picture thinking right there. All right, you guys take care. God bless. Thanks again. What mother would I be if I didn't sing my son happy birthday? Mm, Y'all, I wrote a little song about it. Want to hear it? Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear DJ. Happy birthday to you. Many more. Yeah. I love you so much, Bug. I'm sorry this day didn't turn out the way you wanted it to, but you're going to get through it and you're going to pass that test with flying colors. Love you, bud.